You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Well, here we are, friends, gathered together again. I wanted to take a few minutes today and talk through the seven most common mistakes floral designers make when they are setting up their online catalog. So I know so many of you are jumping into the world of everyday flowers and wanting to take advantage of Mother's Day and special occasions and just wanting to bring a little bit of money in the door while we all navigate the uncertainty of what is happening as the world unfolds. And if you haven't yet signed up for my website masterclass, do it because I go through all of this stuff in way more detail, literally outline for you step-by-step the approach, the how-tos, talk through product descriptions, how to take photos of your work, quite literally, the details you need, how to address your page layouts, everything covered. And even if you are not focused in on the world of everyday flowers, I also talk about setting up your website for weddings and events in a way that's actually relevant for your customer. Because the single biggest mistake floral designers make is that they completely lose sight or are totally not paying attention to their customers. The single reason your website needs an online catalog is to make it easy for your customers to buy from you, to make it easy for your customers to know what their money is gonna get them, to make it easy for your customers to hand over their money to you. I am not telling you to set up an online catalog because I think it's a good idea. I am telling you to set up your online catalog because it's the difference between you making enough money to sustain weekly, everyday flowers and you beginning to hate it. (laughs) Quite literally. It's so common. This is so common. You post a few things to social media and you think, oh, I'm getting some really great feedback. This is totally going to take off. And then a few weeks goes by and then a few more weeks goes by and you're making trips to the market. And every week that goes by, you're wondering, why isn't this taking off? Why am I not getting more orders in the door? Because the trick with everyday flowers is that you need to be where your customers are searching for everyday flowers. The most beautiful thing, like the gift we have been given as floral designers and business owners is that our customers are already trained to know that flowers make a great gift idea, that flowers are the perfect thing to send to your mother on Mother's Day, and that flowers are the most amazing add-on for a wedding or event. Our customers already know that. They've already had that hammered into their head since they were wee little chickens. Now, what happens 
is an event happens in our customer's life. Somebody has a baby, somebody gets a hip replacement, somebody buys a new home, somebody gets a promotion, somebody's birthday, somebody's anniversary. We know that our customers are then going to jump online and are starting to search out and seek out a florist who can deliver flowers to their loved one. And in today's day and age, in the current situation of human life on planet Earth, we cannot be sitting around a table in celebration for mom's birthday, for the celebration of a new baby, for somebody's 21st. We cannot be there with them. But we can send flowers in lieu of us being able to be there. Quite literally, what happens is something, an event goes on in our client's life. Somebody has a baby. They jump online, they go to the Googles, and they type in flower delivery, insert your town. That is where your customers are. Your customers are not hanging out on Instagram looking for flower deliveries. Your customers are hanging out on Google. Your customers want instant gratification and want to be able to order online. You need to set yourself up to fulfill on your customers' needs. I absolutely know if you want to make a go of it in everyday flowers, you need to have an online catalog on your website. This is more important now than it's ever been because our customers are going online more often than they ever have. They are being trained to know that they can order pretty much anything online. They don't need to go into a store. They don't even need to talk to anybody. Getting your online catalog sorted is so important. If you want to build a highly successful floral design business based on everyday flower deliveries, having an online catalog is a must. Because everyday flowers is all about volume. In comparison, you could build a wedding and events business that is much more boutique. It's much more based on an event on a weekend. You buy flowers for that event. What happens with everyday flowers is that the order window is so short, you pretty much need to be able to predict the future. You need to know that your clients are going to call and expect same-day delivery, or they're going to order online and expect delivery the next day. Setting your business up to maximize volume is so important. In order to be successful in everyday flowers, you need to be generating a lot of orders consistently, like week in, week out. The math does not work and the effort does not work if you are only doing two to three orders a week. In actual fact, it becomes so easy to lose track about how much money you're spending on product, the cost of actually getting to the market, getting to the wholesalers, processing that to then only be doing a handful of orders in a week. Consistency is so important. And it's so easy to get in front of your shopper once you have your website and your online catalog sorted. If you feel like you're doing pretty well by posting to Instagram regularly, you will blow your mind as to what's possible when you get your online catalog 
sorted. Having said all of that, though, I wanted to raise awareness of seven very common mistakes that floral designers make when they are setting up their catalogs on their website. And to be clear, when I say mistake, I mean actually doing things to limit the number of orders that you're getting to not create the volume that you could be. Everyday Flowers is all about generating volume on a consistent basis. You will hit the wall if you're thinking, oh, I'm just doing three to four deliveries a week, it's fine. Your mission is to build the awareness of your business to increase the orders that are coming in the door week upon week upon week. You need to know that it's all about having a consistent number of orders coming in so that you're doing deliveries every single day of the week. So getting right into the mistakes, people. Number one, this is going to sound really obvious. The first mistake that floral designers make when they're setting up their online catalog is not having an online catalog. It's so easy to fall into this trap of thinking, well, I love flowers, therefore my customer loves flowers. I love the idea of having something bespoke, curated, custom, you know, made based on my desires and based on what's in season. That, my friend, is a recipe for disaster. Our customers know nothing about floral design. The reason, as much as you may hate it, that the relay networks are so successful is because they have an online catalog. They understand customers. They understand how customers order flowers. They understand that they need to show a picture. They need to have point and click functionality for people to feel comfortable to order flowers online. It's very simple. But if I was to run a test, and in actual fact, this is exactly what we did. We had one website that had a very comprehensive catalog. We had a separate website that just had four generic names of products and price points associated with them. Two totally separate websites. The difference in the number of orders that would come through is astounding, like a thousand fold, and I'm not even exaggerating. So remember, having an online catalog and having photos of your work to be able to show the customer what they're ordering is so important. And I will tell you because we actually ran the study. We are the people out there who had two separate websites. One had designer's choice, nice little headline on a little color icon. They could still order online, but it did not show them a picture of what they were getting. In comparison, we had a totally separate catalog where they could pick from about 30 different products, a little bit more literal, still a very simple catalog that they could search through. But because there were photos there, the number of orders we would get through is so much bigger. So do yourself a favor. Get pictures of your catalog products up on your website and get your online catalog sorted. Mistake number two making your catalog hard to find. People who shop online are impatient. They want immediate gratification. Could you imagine if you went to Amazon and you could not find the search bar? 
you would immediately run away from that website, jump over to eBay or just jump over to Google and be like, make this easy for me. Your customers are exactly the same. There's almost no point in having a good catalog if your customer cannot find it immediately upon landing on your website. And I mean immediately. And I will bucket into this mistake the idea of using fluffy language to make your catalog seem like something more than it is. What I mean by that is by saying things like, add blooms to your basket. Your customers have no idea what that even means. What they do know and the language that they do understand is order flowers online. Send flowers. And I know you're going to want to be more eloquent and you're going to want to be more romantic, but this is not the place to do it. If your priority is everyday flowers, you need to have it obvious, like in your face, your father could find it without his glasses on. Well, he's also on his phone. <laughs> Literally, a giant button on the homepage that says send flowers. A big feature in your top navigation that says send flowers. This is not the time to be talking about using floral creations, fill your basket, or any sort of like romantic boutique language. The trick is super simple, to the point. Send flowers, order flowers. Don't try and be fancy here, people. It doesn't matter. I want you to look at your online catalog, look at the language that you're using and say, would your dad understand what you're trying to communicate? Would your dad be able to navigate this website? Would your dad know how to sort through this whole situation? Or are you making it harder than it needs to be? Number three, the choice of products in your catalog is too narrow. Now, I will say one of my biggest challenges with a lot of the online networks is the fact that their catalogs are way too big. It is an actual proven fact. Customers get overwhelmed by too much choice. On the flip side, though, customers want more than enough choice. So my go-to recommendation is to have a catalog of around 20 products. And I know you're probably going to turn to me and be like, wow, Kathleen, that seems like a lot. But it actually isn't. Because one of the tricks around your catalog is to make sure that you have a handful of plants, is to make sure that you also allow yourself to separate your products out very literally. So you could have one product that is yellow roses. You could actually then list an entirely different product that is red roses. Our customers, i.e. your dad, when he goes online to order flowers, is a very literal person. This trick, which isn't even really a trick because it's actually the approach that a lot of the online shopping businesses use. It's very possible. If you go to your favorite online retailer, they probably have the girl in that really beautiful sweater and she's wearing it in blue in one picture. And then in a separate product listing, she's wearing it in pink. And then in a third product listing, she's wearing it in purple. And then in a fourth product listing, she's wearing it in black. Four separate products because our eyes are drawn to the visual first. 
it's possible that you just have one product that's called Rose Bouquet, but you will actually receive less orders by putting all of those color variations under one product. Just by pulling out each one of those color variations and creating a separate product, you're making it so much easier for your customers to actually order from you. And you will see an uplift in orders because you have created some distinction between your products. Having said all of that, in terms of you actually creating your designs, one of the things to keep in mind is that you want to have visible differences between your designs. Now, if I was going back and starting from scratch and thinking about the people who are in our footprint and the average age of them being like 85, Nana, English cottage garden, grandma pastels. It's very common to assume that every product needs to cater to that market. But in actual fact, the ironic piece of the situation here is that your online catalog actually needs to cover a broader spectrum of color palettes. It needs to cover a broad spectrum of formats. You need to have something in a container and then you also need to have bouquets. You need to have something bright, something pastel, something white. If you work through those permutations and combinations, cover off some of the more traditional design items, you'll get to 20 products even before you realize it. But it's really important to take the novice shopper's point of view. If your dad happens to be hanging around looking for something to do, or your older brother or somebody in your family is happy to go onto your website and give you some very helpful advice, it's an amazing opportunity to get a authentic and real point of view of somebody who is a very normal, traditional online shopper. Get your dad to go to your website and see if he can navigate the situation. Get your dad to tell you, hey, do you feel like you could buy something on here that you would like? Take his opinion seriously, but don't take it too personally if he comes to you and says, I don't get it. <laughs> it's a great opportunity for you to refine your offering. I want you to think about catering to your dad and, or you can cater to my dad, right? My dad is more than happy to spend $150 on a bouquet online. You just need to make it really easy for him to understand how to do this thing and what his money is going to get him. So when you're thinking about setting up your products for your catalog, I want you to make them visibly different. I also want you to think about having a collection of around 20 products on your website. And I want you to think about covering off different formats. Related to that, I am also just going to throw in a bonus tip here. If you are taking photos of any of your designs and they include roses, peonies, hyacinths, lilies, iris, anything that you would normally get from the market that's quite tight in the photos all of your blooms need to be at their peak if you're including lilies in your designs they need to be open and they need to be beautiful and then you can write in the product description arrangements that include lilies roses irises hyacinths whatever you want to refer to in that picture will always be delivered closed to ensure maximum shelf life for your recipients Again, for all of you people who are in my website masterclass, that's all in the Everyday Flower online catalog. 
and literally spell out the description for you. Mistake number four, your price points are too close. Our customers cannot tell the difference if you increase the price by $5 or five pounds. They don't know how something's going to change just by throwing a few shekels at it. I want you to set your price points so that they are 30% different from one another. So when you go into this, I want you to think about $70, $100, $140. I want you to have big, chunky price points that feel like you can make a substantial difference when you're designing from the smallest size to the middle size to the biggest size. I want you to set your price point so that you're adding in like 25, 50% more flowers so that they are a substantially different size. If you ever feel any sort of hesitation that people are going to pay a lot of money for flowers online, here is a little trick. Jump onto your computer, even your mobile phone, whatever you've got floating around, type in deliver flowers and your nearest city. Click on one of the top ads that appears and you'll probably be taken to a network floral business. So it might be Interflora, it might be Petals or Teleflora or something like that. And I want you to start flipping through their catalog. I want you to get to the point of almost having to check out and look at the subtotal. It's very rare very rare that people are paying less than $90 for an online transaction or less than something like 50 pounds. Go out, do a little bit of research, allow your brain to actually understand and comprehend that people pay a lot of money for flowers to be delivered online. Jump on the bandwagon and really I want you to get rid of anything on your website that's less than $30 because it's definitely not worth your money. And I want you to limit the products that you offer under $50. Now, that brings me to point number five, that your price points are just generally too low. If we go back to the idea of having 20 products in your catalog, I don't want you to have more than two, count me, one, two products that are less than 50 bucks. If you have 20 products in your catalog, you only have two that are under $50. The bulk of your products need to sit in somewhere between 80 and $110 plus delivery. The goal is to have an average transaction value of $95. If you're one of my girls in the UK, the goal is to have an average transaction value of around 50, 55 pounds. Don't Shoot yourself in the foot, get you out of your own way, and literally set your sights higher. Don't assume that people will not pay a lot of money for ordering flowers online, because they will. Related to all of that is mistake number six, offering free delivery. This idea is probably the thing that's going to send me to my grave early. Going out there and offering free delivery is totally not necessary. And in actual fact, can work against you. Here is the thing. Delivery is a very valuable service. Delivery costs money. I don't know where you live, 
but I would wager to guess you need to pay for petrol. <laughs> I would also assume you need to pay for insurance. I would also assume at some point in time you paid for your vehicle or you were leasing your vehicle. And at some point in time, even if you're the most irresponsible adult on the planet, you will go get your vehicle serviced. We estimated that on an average year, we would spend $10,000 just keeping the van running. $10,000. You offering free delivery is a bad idea because where are you gonna cover that $10,000 for the cost of you keeping your delivery vehicle going? As a sense check, we can always use our good friends at the networks to understand what customers are willing to pay. The big networks are charging $10 for what they're considering an administration network or delivery charge. Sometimes it's just bucket into a surcharge, but they are charging $10 on top of whatever product your customer has chosen in the catalog. You don't need to offer free delivery. You don't need to offer free delivery in the world of quarantine or COVID-19. You don't, it's not a thing. I would also be willing to wager that it's very unlikely that a customer is going to abandon their order at the end because you are charging a $10 delivery fee. And if they do, I will guarantee you, guarantee you if they are abandoning your cart, they have also chosen the lowest cost product in your catalog. You don't want those customers. Literally, they should be going to the grocery store. The grocery store can cater to those people. They don't need a professional floral designer to be handcrafting a design and hand delivering it to their recipient and making sure it gets there as good as it was when it left the shop. And I can hear a few of you people, I can hear you through the podcast tubes. Oh, but Kathleen, offering free delivery is an amazing marketing tool to win more customers. Mm. Mm, I hate to break news to you people, but you are actually wrong. If your customers are ordering flowers from you because you're offering free delivery, they are not going to be your customers for very long because they are only floating around looking to see who is offering the lowest cost solution. Those people should be shopping at the grocery store. Those people should be delivering flowers themselves. They don't need you to do that service. For every $10 that you give away, literally that you give away on delivery, whether you charge $10, $12 or $15, whatever your standard delivery fee would be, you actually need to go out there, find a new customer, and they need to spend at least $40 for you just to break even on that $10. If you follow that math, or if you don't follow that math, the short version of the story is, it is not worth it. You don't need to be offering free delivery. It is not a thing that is required. I would also encourage you to make sure you understand 
yourself the value of the delivery service you provide. If you don't believe in the value of the service that you provide, you cannot sell your customers on the value of the service that you provide. Delivery from your shop or your studio to a recipient of flowers takes very special attention. Not every Joe Schmo is built to be able to fulfill on that need. Do not ever underestimate the value of delivery. If somebody wants to swing by the shop and pick it up, they are allowed to do that. If they do not see value in paying $10 for delivery, they are allowed to have that point of view, but you don't want those people to keep coming back and keep pushing back on you. Go out and find better customers. Moral of the story, delivery is not free. Ever. Ever, people. Tip number seven. Number seven mistake that floral designers make when they are setting up their catalog on their website is not understanding that you need to set your website so that it's focused entirely on your customers. It is so normal, and I say this because this is exactly what I did in the beginning. When it comes to all things marketing, when it comes to Instagram, when it comes to your website, to not realize that you're setting it up as a service for your clients. Your website doesn't need to be a point of comparison between you and your competition. Your website is there to make you money. Your website is there to make you a shit ton of money to attract the right clients to make it easy for your customers to buy from you. Remember, you need to know that your customers know nothing. Our customers, when it comes to ordering flowers, when it comes to inquiring about weddings, they know nothing. It's an incredibly intimidating category and service to jump into. Our poor customers need our help. It's very possible. Our customers only ever order flowers once, maybe twice a year if we're lucky, and that is a very experienced customer. Don't jump in assuming your customers know how things work. It's our job as the head of marketing for your floral design business to make it as easy for your customers to buy from you as possible to show them what their money is going to get them and not make them work too hard. You don't need to ask them to imagine what it could look like because they have no idea. I want you to think about showing them. I want you to think about showing them what is possible, showing them what their money is going to get them and making it really, really easy for your customers to find your catalog on your website to order off your website, to pay off your website, to put in all the delivery destructions off your website, and to know that you are going to fulfill on their order. Quite literally, put the customer at the center of your business and really appreciate that you are there to help them. And know that our customers have no idea what's going on. They have no idea that flat where flowers come from. They have no idea that flowers have a season. They have no idea how much flowers cost. They have no idea what's even possible in terms of design. So setting up your online catalog to help them navigate this whole system is a game changer. Truly, truly is. 
And if you haven't yet jumped into my website masterclass, I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can sign up because it's super duper helpful. And I'm literally laying out for you guys page layout, managing the wedding inquiry process, how to set up your everyday flower catalog, how to do your own homepage feature image because that is an area that I stumbled over a lot in the beginning. And friends, I hope that this week's episode has been helpful. I will be back with more goodness shortly. If you're listening to this podcast and you know somebody who could benefit from it, definitely tell them about it. Plus, if you're out walking the dog, doing a flower delivery, going to the market on the way home from the market or some such, take a screen grab and tag me on Instagram at littlebirdbloom because I'd love to see where you are hanging out. And I hope that you're safe and sound. I hope that you're taking care of yourself and have a beautiful day, friends. And I will talk to you later.